Hey everybody, welcome to episode 61 of the VC Podcast. It's uh, it's great to be here with you in your headphones, on your car speakers, wherever you are. Uh, consider us your midweek checkpoint. I'll be your host for today, Zach. I'm here with Andrew, Crystal, and Scott. How are you guys today? Good. Doing well. How are you, Zach? I'm all right. Well as well. Well as well. All right. <laughs> all right. Hey, we were talking briefly before this started. We were wondering if this... Con- this um. This grouping of staff had ever occurred on the podcast before, so we had to do some research. And on November eleventh of twenty twenty, episode thirty four, we uh, we all appeared together. I don't know what we talked about. I don't have any show notes for that one, but we were all on. That was us. I'm sure it was a good one, right? It had to have been. Had to yeah. have been. It was so I, good I, we didn't repeat that mixture of people for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good. Time. Waited how long? Yeah. yeah, but the listeners have been, you know, really, really asking for it. So here oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> that would be an interesting. I don't know why people would play favorites to that level of severity, but like, ask the listeners what what combination of staff would you like to hear? I feel like that would hurt my feelings. I, yeah, I was going to say. That. Yeah, me <laughs> I, guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee we'd get at least one that said, I don't know who decided Zach was going to host. I would just be waiting for that one to come in. All right. But listeners, uh, like I said, consider this your midweek checkpoint for Valley Creek. We'll talk about last Sunday, this next Sunday coming up, announcements, and then some random stuff at the end. That's how it always goes. And so let's jump right in. Last week, our last Sunday, rather, three sermons uh, called Family Discipleship. I rather enjoyed those. And uh, we'll be talking about discussion question number three, if you're following along on the listening and discussion guide. Andrew, do you have that pulled up still? I do not. Oh, neither do I. But it is okay. something to the effect of what do you need to do this week to model your faith for your children or for others? Yep. What can you do this week to live faithfully in a way that models discipleship for your children or for others? Sorry if I I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I was like, please let him have it because I didn't have it, and I don't know where I put the the document. So, but that'd be good. So, what can we do this week? Uh, however general or specific you guys want to be, what can we do to model our faith for for either our children or for others if we don't have children? Or even if you do have children, you can apply that to others. Very true. Yeah, I think the first basic thing is just how you live life. You know, because I think even when we talk about family discipleship, one of the things is taking advantage of those moments, even as they happen, you know? And so I think just as you live life uh, is just, are you, are you living in a way that, that pleases Christ? So that's, that should be really every day uh, for our life. And then from there, I think just, are we modeling it in, in them seeing us uh, read the Bible? Are they seeing us pray? You know, those things daily that, that should be done. Um, I would say we've all had those moments where we do better than others, but are they seeing that? Are we leading them in those things? Because we can't just assume they're going to catch it. We have to model those things for our, our, our kids and others. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I think just finding those moments. Um, I read a book. I don't know that I'd recommend it. It was kind of one of those, you know, 25 cent shelf uh, buys, but it, it had some good information in it um, overall. I feel like I had to do a lot more sifting through things that I agreed with or disagreed with. But it was saying that a lot of times you could be going through what is normally a mundane task, like taking notes as you're studying or something like that, and just taking time to write maybe a name at the top of your page if you're taking a new fresh sheet of notes and saying, hey, I want to, uh, I want to give this next 
uh, sheet of notes as a prayer to God uh, for this specific thing or for this specific person. And so it's like kind of finding those moments, maybe not that specific example, but within your relationships with others or with your kids to say, hey, this activity that we're doing, I think Jonas mentioned about um, uh, driving to school, driving his kids to school. Um, where you can say, Hey, this is prayer time. You know, that we hit that one stop sign. You know what that means? We're praying for the next, you know? Um, so finding those little moments. Yeah. That's a good idea, Scott. Yeah. Kim had, you know, when our kids were younger, she had the great opportunity of taking our kids to school uh, every day. They went to where she called at the time. And so she used that as prayer time, you know, every day to school. You know, I, I keep trying to remind her. And as I told the church family many times anything good that's happened with my kids or from my wife and it's true <laughs> and that was just one of the many ways that she did that I mean again driving to school with them every day she prayed with them on the way and so she was setting a great foundation and so I appreciate her modeling that and again I think it's as I said again I think it's every day even looking at those opportunities and say what has God presented that gives me an opportunity to show what it means even to be a disciple of Christ myself I look back I know um Friday, for example, uh, at field day, many of the staff was at field day. I didn't get to be there, so I had to hear the second hand. But I know Luke was presented with a great opportunity there with a young uh, high school student who's working alongside them. Just opportunity that, that God presented him to share share Christ with him. You know, here was a high school student that asked questions and and you know maybe had a <laughs> a bad negative experience with church or whatever, and he had opportunity to speak, and that's just that's showing what it means to be a disciple, right? I mean, opportunity to share Christ happens. And so I do it. And so that's modeling it, you know, for all of us, really. I mean, that even challenged me to say, oh, man, maybe I need to be a little bit better in some things. Yeah, I think we can kind of look for like, oh, I'm going to like discipleship means I've got to have all these steps down or this program or this has to be this big, big event. But yeah, I think part of that living faithfully and modeling it is just as we've already said, just in the everyday things where, whether it's kids or others are going to see over the course of our lives, over, you know, a matter of weeks, months, years, they're going to see, do we really believe what we believe and how are we living out our faith and how are we, you know, really putting hands and feet to what we say is important and what we value. So, yeah, so we could, you know, like, I mean, we could say, to our kids that, or to others, right? Prayer is important. Uh, it's a, should be a priority in your life, right? But then if they, they never see or um, any, you know, or hear anything about, you know, how that's being actually modeled or lived out, um, it's might not going to have the same impact. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so it's just important really in the, in the everyday things, just kind of going about our lives that we look for those opportunities, not just to be on our, journey of discipleship alone, but to invite others into that with us and to invite them to, to walk with us in that. Right. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Everyone's made really good points. I think for me, um, focusing on like the purpose of my conversations, like even with not necessarily new people or random people, but just like people I talk to on the daily, like are my conversations pointed to Christ? Am I acknowledging 
with my conversations, what God is doing in my life. Am I speaking about how God's working? Am I talking about things that are happening that have to do with him? Um, Or am I just filling the air with random words? Um, So I think that's something that I'm really focusing on is just being purposeful with my speech. So that's an out because our speech is an outflowing of our heart. So I don't know. That's where I am. Some great input. Um, yeah. Side note there, your your microphone started picking up a lot better kind of halfway through that. And I thought it was just going to keep getting progressively louder because that's what it <laughs> seemed like it was doing. Uh, but no, great points, everybody. Any final thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to have opportunities even to to do that this weekend with Valley Creek Go and with Family Weekend. And so, so yeah, I mean, I think it is the regular routine things, but it's also then when, you know, we have other opportunities, things that are different, even to step into those and take those opportunities as well. Absolutely. So let's move on to uh, this Sunday, then we are going to be talking about, uh, if it hasn't changed, discipline. Is that correct? It is correct. Oh, which I man. know... Since our kids are going to be in the service with us this Sunday, it's going to be a topic that they are going to die to hear. I know. I mean, they're going to be just so excited. Happy discipline. Yeah, happy discipline. That's what we're going to talk about. I'm sure that they're just going to love this, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. That was definitely my favorite part of being a child was being disciplined. Yeah, if all the parents will look at their kids and say, hey, you're you going to church with us this Sunday. We're going to talk about discipline. Aren't you excited? You're going to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> I hear the roar going up now in the background. Yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. No, that's going to be a good, <laughs> gosh, it will be a good time having, you know, uh, kids and students who normally have, um, you know, their own separate thing going on to just have them all in a quote unquote big church, as people like to call it. It's just going to be a great time. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, as we've talked about before, Crystal, uh, for Sunday, you'll have the availability for some kids. If, if parents have life groups, they can come for one hour right at Springfield. That is correct. Yes. What? So just the idea is you bring your kids to corporate worship with you. And then when you go off to your life group, whether that's nine o'clock or 1030, you can send your kids down to their classes. So, right. And then at South Wilson, we just have the one uh, corporate worship hour. So that'll be expected at the kids yeah. will come to that. And that'd be awesome. Yeah. And yeah. the programming downstairs, like their Sunday school classes, they're going to be the same both hours. So it won't, won't do them any good to go to both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and hopefully Zach, even them coming, you know, I kind of joke about the topic, but hopefully what we'll see uh, in the sermon Sunday is discipline is often seen as a very negative word. And what we're going to see is really, if it's done correctly, it's actually a very positive thing. And so hopefully even there, you know, we can get both parents and kids uh, to see that word discipline as something maybe different than, than what they normally think about. Because, again, we always think about it as a negative thing, but indeed it's not. A done correctly, done, I believe, in the way the Lord wants us to, it is a very positive thing. And so hopefully that's what we'll see. Uh, again, hope kids and both parents will, if they're coming in with that, oh, no, it's discipline, and they'll leave and say, oh, discipline, it's, it's not bad. It's, it's good. Yeah. Uh, my D group, actually, we just are, uh, we meet on Mondays and that was what we talked about this last Monday was discipline. So excited to see, um, just kind of what comes out of that this Sunday. It's going to be great. And again, part of that family weekend. So kids and students coming to uh, corporate worship with their parents, 
or with the adults. If they're not with a parent, it doesn't matter. They're coming. Uh, and then we'll have some time that evening at Springfield Road, 5 to 7 p.m., uh, a cookout of sorts and some games. Am I correct in that? Is that what are the details on it? Yeah, we're cooking out. Families are invited to come hang out with us. The playground will be open. So like six to seven, that'll be like dinner, hang out, play, that kind of thing. Um, and then from, I'm sorry, five to six, six to seven is when the kids and youth will break off and they're going to play some games, go do their devotion lesson, that kind of stuff. And parents are welcome to join them for the whole thing or just parts. It's really just, just going to be a fun night. Excellent. And so that kind of branches us into a a time of announcements here, because another thing going on that same day, we do have a next steps class, right, Andrew? We sure do. Yeah. Sunday evening at six o'clock. That'll be here at Springfield Road this Sunday. And so if you are interested in hearing more about church membership or, or baptism or have some desire just to get more connected with Valley Creek and want to know, you know, how do I do that? How do I go about that? Then yeah, it's a place for you to come and hear more and learn more and ask questions and we can help you get connected. So yeah, just, uh, you can sign up or email me if you need more information about that, but you can sign up on the website for next steps. Yes. And, uh, another notable thing feels like this Sunday is just jam-packed full of fun. Uh, after all the uh, the fun and commotion on this Sunday evening, we will be officially in our summer break uh, for evening events. So Valley Creek has always followed sort of a semester schedule, and uh, that'll be the end of our semester, so to speak. So we'll see you again at the end of summer. For, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of summer events going on, but as far as our regular, you know, our 6 p.m. prayer meetings and kids and students and stuff, that is um, over for the summer. Uh, one last thing, backtracking just a little bit because we can't make it a podcast for this week without talking about it some. Valley Creek Go is this Saturday. It's the day we've been hyping up for a long time. Um, I'm just excited for it. Uh, there's still time to get involved, I know for sure. So if you would like to get, uh, what, what would be the best way right now? Do people need to sign up on the texting thing? or? Yeah, that's going to be the best way is for them still to just text VCGO, all one word, VCGO to 94,000. And then that'll get you the link for the registration. Um, yeah, so that's still going to be the best way to to get signed up. And we can still still get you plugged in and excited about we're over, over 100 people that are going to be out in our community from Valley Creek this weekend and be serving with some of our community partners and with some of our, our community members and church family. And so we've got people going to be at Mission Hope for Kids, at Clarity Solutions, um, some at Helping Hand of Hope, some at Habitat for Humanity, some just around our South Wilson campus, and then as I said, some at a, one of our church families' homes doing some things that they need help with. And so we can get you plugged in. If you still want to be a part, just reach out and let us know. Of course, and I wouldn't be a good host if I didn't plug this. If you skipped any of the bonus episodes uh, because you're like, I don't have time for that, or I don't want to hear Zach talk some more, uh, don't worry, I talk very minimally in those bonus episodes, but you can hear yeah, from those true. four uh, community partners that we talked about just then Habitat, uh, Helping End of Hope, Clarity Solutions, and Mission Hope for Kids. Uh, we heard from four different uh, representatives from those groups. And honestly, I got a lot out of those. Just, 
you can ask these these uh, fine folks. Literally, my whole contribution was, hello, this is this person. And then I go, mm-hmm, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's great. And then <laughs> that's pretty much the podcast. But they share so much cool stuff with us. Yeah, yeah. Those were great just to hear those directors of those different ministries. And like you said, when people are passionate about the mission of their organization, like you said, you just have to say, say go. And they just yep. they just took it away, sharing about the things that they're going on and lots of exciting things happening around the community. Of course, of course. Any final announcements that we did not talk about that are just in in desperate need of a spotlight right now? You have not signed up for VBS and you want to help volunteer, do that ASAP. That would be fantastic. I would even go as far as saying, even if you're not just dying to volunteer, but you would be willing to volunteer, this is your time. You can step up and do this. It's not hard. And there's all different types of jobs. There's jobs that require zero prep at all. You just show up. And then there's jobs where you do get to prep if that's your thing. And VBS is so fun. So many opportunities. And I think it'll be a great year, but we need people to make it happen. So Excellent. Excellent. There is a link to sign up on the website. It's on the announcement page and then both of the children's ministry pages. So check that out. Moving on to a segment. I stumbled there. To a segment we like to call. Did anything interesting happen to you this week? I think we need to start with the dog update um, from Sonora. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Has anybody... How could I have forgotten about that? It's gotten even more intense. First, give those who might be jumping in just a quick yes. recap. Yeah, recap. Quick, that, so. quick, quick recap of what's going on in Sonora. There's a stray dog that lives in the cemetery, and all of the townsfolk are in on catching it. So traffic gets blocked on many major streets, normally in the morning, sometimes in the evening, as people are coming to try to either feed the dog, catch the dog, or leave blankets and pillows for the dog. The dog really wants for nothing. That's a development. Sorry, that's new. So this all happens. This has been going on for weeks. I previously just thought people were creeping through the neighborhood. So I was keeping a good eye. Then I realized what was happening. And I also joined in because how could you not? So I've met tons of tons of people through this project. We just stop and talk about the dog. So I spent most of the day Saturday trying to catch the dog. Unsuccessful. Um, it's the talk of the town. The dog has now moved though. So people were getting really close to catching it. There were several of us that almost got her, but people started leaving, like I said, pillows out there and big bulky things like bags of food and piles of bones. I think she had enough. So yesterday as I was leaving, she was down on the other end of town by an even busier street, right by the funeral home. And I got a report that afternoon that she was up closer to the interstate. People are texting in updates to me now. And then last evening, I got a text from one of the people that live on Main Street and were like, hey, we found this dog. Would you like to come get it? Not knowing that I was already in on this. So I eventually figured out that it was the same dog. And they were like, oh, well, may the best dog lover win. So now it is spread even farther through the community. The dog still has not been caught and no one really knows what to do at this point. Animal control is in on it now, but they also are having no luck. You would think animal control would be able to wrangle this dog in. They are having no luck. I've taken like a couple people with me 
a couple of like teenagers to see if we can like go at it at different angles. You're hiring teenagers. <laughs> you just borrowed a couple kids. Entourage. That was helpful. We got close, but super skittish. So the hunt is still on. Wow. This needs to be a movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's I, the perfect setting, kind of small town. Everyone's rallying around trying to capture this dog. They're bringing, uh, Offerings is the wrong word, but offerings to this dog, you know, I mean, crazy things going down. It's built a lot. I was of gonna say, yeah, I drove through Sonora this morning and the dog was in the parking lot at the funeral home. And there was a little kid out feeding the dog and the dog was just laying there in the yeah. parking lot. Oh, so it doesn't seem that, that hard. I don't know. See, yeah. yeah, the dog lets you come feed it. <laughs> but as soon as you open your hands to pick it up, it runs. <laughs> But can you blame it? I would run. No, it probably has Hard a ta- probably has a tag on its collar that's like if found return to so and so and they live in like Indiana. Well, we're thinking there are many, many rumors and speculations on where this dog came from. You and you guys we're meet thinking- for town halls, so you're like, all right, let's talk about the dog. <laughs> the most popular opinion and theory is that it was abandoned by someone, one of the tenants in town. Hmm. So, who knows? Well, so then the next step will be when you capture the dog, then you have to find out who abandoned it. And that person he, must be brought in to justice. Sonora, that's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to be taken down to get its chip checked or anything. People uh, are just going to take it and adopt it. So, well, there was no tracking of anyone's wrongdoings. That is truly the definition of interesting as far as this segment goes. I don't know what we could bring to the table that would top that. I mean, I got sunburned on Saturday trying to catch this dog. Wow. Dedication. Dedication. Hard work. Um, Obsession, really. (laughs) I did not do anything super interesting this week. Uh, I found a pair of Nike Metcon sneakers, which are pretty pricey cross trainers. A lot of CrossFit guys use them, you know? At Goodwill for 15 bucks. Whoa. Nice. So that was a good deal. And uh, laid down some new mulch in the front. I keep calling it a flower bed, but there are, it's all bushes. I don't know what you call that. The landscaping bed. Mm-hmm. Where you put mulch, right? I put some new mulch down there. That was it. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. I had some good, some good family time this weekend. Cookout, stuff like that. So, yeah, that's... That was my weekend and and week really. So yeah, yeah, my week pretty boring. It's the same old same old right now. Just trying to <laughs> work on Emily's house and get it finished for a wedding because it's coming close. Yep, around the corner. Are you mm-hmm. excited? I am. Yeah, I really am excited. And I know you experienced Zach. I think just what I told you, Emily would bring you the song specifically what she wanted <laughs> yes, when yes. she wanted it. There would not be a, a long meeting. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes, Emily. Uh, and her uh, husband-to-be, they're getting married here at the church. And so I'm helping out with some music. And she, I said, can you come in? We'll talk about everything you're needing. She came in. You can't see it. You can probably hear it with this sheet of paper. Whole, whole ceremony planned out, whole reception planned out. Yep. I had two, two or three follow-up questions that were all pretty, pretty normal, and that was it. She had it all planned out. She's definitely a planner. Well, that is very exciting. Anything, uh, any final thoughts? You're like, oh, wait, I had one more inter- interesting thing happen. 
All right, Crystal, we're going to have to release a picture of this dog when you become the victor of this competition and, and capture it. I already have a wonderful picture of it that we're passing around to make sure we're all on the same page. In town. Are, are we allowed to post a picture of a dog? Yes. We might post we are, because it. Has no, maybe no not owner. on our feed, but like on our story or something. I'll give it to you. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. All right. So let's put a cap on this thing. How did, uh, well, I don't know. I just went into the question. Um, we're in with a question as always, as you uh, heard, it starts with the word how. Um, so as we're kind of rounding out our, uh, the happy family series, all of our questions, except for the one about dynamic duos and trios, uh, have been a, sort of about family. So our question for this week is how did your family end up here? And you can take that in whatever you, at whatever way, like maybe your family now or your parents or your whatever. Um, so I'll kick us off. Uh, <laughs> my family ended up here. Uh, I actually don't know the whole story, but my mom is from Chicago. I don't remember where my dad is from. And for whatever reason, my mom's parents, aka my grandparents, moved to Paducah for their retirement. I don't know how they chose that. Uh, but then, so my mom, after they moved to Kentucky was kind of looking at Kentucky when she married my dad, they kind of looked, I think about halfway between where both of them used to live and found E-Town. And so that's how we ended up here. And that is the story of my peculiar accent and my location all in one. Uh, I think most of my family has been in the area a good while. I know going back to my, my grandparents on my mom's side, I believe they originally from Louisville. And what they did back in the 40s, they ended up just buying a farm <laughs> that they could farm, bought, you know, uh, several acres out there at that time, pretty much undeveloped, I think. And just moved down here in the 40s, built them a little home. And, uh, you know, they, they were planted there for a good while. In fact, the, the road that, that my parents live on, Ford Highway, is named after my grandfather because um, I think at the time when they moved here, there probably wasn't even a road there. So Ford Highway is the name of my uh my, my maternal uh, grandfather so uh so wow yeah my family's been around here for a while too like my mom's side from the flint hill area of sonora the greater sonora area um so yeah um that goes back for quite a while uh, and then my dad's family moved uh, from Louisville to a farm, Younger's Creek, in I guess the late 60s. Um, but before that, like my dad's dad's family, so my grandpa's family from Ohio County. And then I guess my grandpa was moved to Louisville and met my grandmother there. So yeah, that's kind of the, and then, yeah, so kind of just been here for quite a while in this general vicinity. Yeah. Um, my family is from California. So, um, we moved here because my brother is a computer genius. So he was working on, he got hired to do a big database project for the army and he needed to be at Fort Knox. So because of the age span in my immediate family, Every my, my dad was retired. No one had any jobs. It was just, it was kind of like living with my grandparents. And so he had the only grandchild. So we all just picked up and moved to E-Town so that he could have this job. He is now back in California. <laughs> so 
he got us all here and then now he's there, which is fine. He stayed a long time, but I like it here. I don't plan to go back, but. Well, why would you? I mean, I you know. Yeah. I mean, we have a plethora of banks and. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. All the establishments you could want. I mean, I'm on a daily dog hunt with my entire town. With a dog. I mean, when you live next to a cemetery with a dog, I mean, what else do you need? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that California has nearly as many Dollar General stores as we do, probably. No, we didn't have those. (laughs) So, yeah, that's how that happened. Yes, my, uh, our, our joke, we jokingly say that, like, we haven't, we haven't moved like Taylor and I haven't moved because we haven't found a place in Hilton Head yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'm here for life. I'm a lifer, probably. Why would we leave Valley Creek? I'm going to retire from here. You guys would be like, hey, you need to get with the new technology. I'd be like, why do you need? <laughs> <laughs> we have 2013 IMAX. We're fine. <laughs> it's going to be years and years from now. All right. <laughs> Good ones, I. That's funny though. I mean, uh, kind of interesting. I feel like it's, um, that's kind of a, a cool thing about this area is it does seem to have, uh, some history to it. You know, a lot of families aren't super fresh and new to the area, except for Crystal's big, big city slicker family from California. But I've been here since 2006. So I feel like I've earned some points now. Well, I mean, (laughs) once you're involved in a full scale dog hunt, uh, (laughs) <laughs> with with your entire community you're one of the you know you're one of us uh sorry i got a work-related text that seemed urgent but we can handle it in a couple minutes here all right guys any final thoughts on anything we've talked about today it's been a nice lengthy podcast thank you all for your time oh okay okay <laughs> well in the podcast there listeners uh thank you for joining us Uh, Hopefully the magic of the podcast as it is for us is that we get to talk about the great God that we have and how we serve him here at Valley Creek. But then we also get to talk about, you know, maybe a silly thing here or there. So uh, just glad to be able to do this as part of our workday. Who would like to pray for us to end the podcast? I can do that. I don't care. Okay. Pray for us. Fathers, we uh, again come to you today. I've just been reminded this week of your goodness as you just worked in some amazing ways in, in my life personally and uh, even in my family's life. So I just want to just praise you. And, and I think probably all the staff would say the same. We can just see your hand of goodness. And so even as we prayed you today, we just begin with our praise of you. And thank you for all the staff here, the ones that were able to be on the podcast today and, and those who had to attend to other things today. We thank you for them and even those who are listening, God. And Lord, just help us all to be your disciples, help us all to live for you. And uh, may God, as we live, may uh, you give us opportunities just to uh, share your goodness with others because there is a lost and dying world that needs you. And I pray you help us to be your instruments of mercy and grace in this lost and dying world. But we just praise you and thank you today. And I just want to say we love you in Jesus' name. Amen.